Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Elhamdülillahi Lezi enzel ala abdihil kitabe ve lem yec'al lehu uveca. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Elhamdülillahi Lezi yenfidul bahri qabla en yenfid kelimatehu ve lev ce'na bi mislil bahri medada. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Lezi la nuşrik bi ibadetihi ebel ahada. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillahi Lezi la nuhsi thanaahu ebada. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillah illezi ba'asa lana rasuluhu beşiren ve nadiren ve hadiyen la nuridu gayru al-habib al-Mustafa sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem abadala neşhedü en la ilahe illallah ilahen vahiden ahada ve neşhedü enne Muhammeden abduhu ve rasuluhu ve faqduka ya Muhammeda emma ba'd fe inne aslak al-hadith kitabu Allah azze ve celle ve khayr al-hadji hadi rasuluhu sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem ya eyyuhallazina amanu yakulu Allahu azze ve celle ba'da en a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan r-rajim وَرَبُّكَ الْغَفُورُ ذُو الرَّحْمَةِ لَوْ يُؤَاخِذُهُمْ بِمَا كَسَبُوا لَعَجَّلَ لَهُمُ الْعَذَابِ وَقَالْ إِنَّنِي أَنَ اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنَا فَاعْبُدْنِي وَأَقْمِ الصَّلَاةَ لَذِكْرِي إِنَّ السَّاعَةَ آتِيَةٌ أَكَادُ أُخْفِيهَا لِيُجْزَى كُلُّ نَفْسٍ بِمَا تَسْعَى أما بعد All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the blessed king who reigns with love from on high. All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the precious beloved whose love cannot poss- we cannot possibly deny. All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the merciful Lord who hears every gasp and knows every cry. All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the lowable liege who does not deceive and does not lie. Nothing else is worthy of worship but he, the one God whom we should never belie. And all peace and blessings be upon his beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whom we love and in whom God's eternal love resides. This um, I th- being blessed by being safe in, uh, in here in the United States, while we have family that, that, that are from the West Bank, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep every family safe in the Holy Land and, our, and everywhere, every family everywhere. Um, we're not tribal in wanting peace and security for every family, no matter who they are. Um, we have the ability to have a little bit of objectivity because I see that a, a lot of times people who have very passionate beliefs and emotional are talking past one another. Um, and, and so this week we had a vigil for peace and part of the ceremony was a candle ceremony where there was a central candle and you go light a candle and you put the candle in the in this thing and uh, to me it symbolized the the common light of god that is in every human being uh not that we have divinity per se and still every heart of every human being has the light of god in it what we do with that light we can bury it in sin and iniquity and disbelief or we can let it shine through by our action, right? Nurun ala nur, like the Quran talks about. Allahu nur God is the light of the heavens and the earth. And, and in the conversation after the, after the, the, the vigil, uh, the, the, the chaplain, Reverend Dan, he, he said, it's the, is seeing, can you see the light in someone else? And I told, you know, I, I thought about that a lot. 
I can, it's easy for me to see the light in my neighbor. It's easy for me to see the light in fellow Americans. It's easy for me to see the light in strangers. It's even easy, although can be a little bit challenging for me, to see the light in someone hurling abuse at our staff while intoxicated, because we know that they're sick. I'll be honest with you, I struggle with seeing the light in someone who commits murder while saying Allahu Akbar. I struggle seeing the light in a mass shooter, whether they shoot people up in a church or a masjid, mosque, or a mall, or a bowling alley, or a, a, um, a park. I, I struggle to see the light of God in that person. I also struggle to see the light of God in someone from thousands of feet in the air, press a button, and flatten the residential neighborhood and bury children, you know, from on top. I struggle to see the light in that person. And I, you know, I, I said this to some, some other people, and, and, and they, they said, don't beat yourself up about that because it's natural. I, it's hard to see the light in someone who wantonly murders, whether in the name of our faith or, or, or in anything else. Um, you know what, though? You know who does see the light in something like that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah says, He told to Moses, Moses alayhi salam, when he charged him to go back to Pharaoh, he said, In Nani, this is this is the verse that led to the conversion of Umar radiallahu He said, In Nani am Allah, la ilaha illa ana, fa'budini wa aqam al-salatalikri. Know that indeed there is no God before me. So worship me, serve me, and establish prayer for my remembrance. Inna sa'ata atiyah. The hour, the day of judgment is coming. Akadu ukhfiha. And I'm keeping it hidden. Litujza kullu nafsim bima tas'a. So every soul can be recompensed for what it does. Which that means that God is giving every single one of us the, a chance to turn over a new leaf. Because he sees the light in us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, This is in Surah Taha, in Surah Al-Kahf. And your Lord is the forgiving, full of mercy. If He took them to task by what they earned with their own hands, He would have hastened punishment to them. But He didn't. He didn't hasten the punishment. He didn't hasten the punishment for people like Abu Sufyan, radiallahu anhu, who was a bitter enemy to almost the very end. To Amr ibn al-As, radiallahu anhu, who was a bitter enemy. To Khalid ibn al-Walid, who was a bitter enemy. He gave them a chance because Allah saw the light in those people. So, it's, it's interesting that, that God gives people chance after chance. Because he, see, because he put the light in them. And he gives us opportunity after opportunity to come back. You know who also saw the light in other people? Our messenger, peace be upon him. That he would, the only, when Wahshi, Wahshi, the one who killed his uncle Hamza, he asked him, what, tell me 
how you did it that day. And he described in detail, that's how we know what happened. And Wahshi said, I was only there to get freedom. I had no skin in the game between Quraysh and the, the Muslims. I just wanted my freedom. And he, and, he, and he accepted him still as a believer, but he said, I can't look in your face again. And that's natural. That's natural that he killed his uncle who was so dear to him. He says, I just can't look at your face again, but he still accepted him. Hind bin Tautba. Hind, the one who cut open Hamza's liver and chipped and cut off his nose and made a necklace of his fingers. He still accepted her because he saw the light in her. When the Prophet was expelled from Ta'if in a vicious manner, where he was in shock and bleeding, and the angel of the mountain came and said, you just give the word and I'll crush them under the mountain. If I, any one of us, I, 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 I challenge myself and others, if we were given that opportunity, would we press the button? He didn't. He said, no, maybe their kids, maybe their descendants will become believers. And from my understanding, it was the people from Ta'if that brought Islam to the Indian subcontinent. When the Messenger was, was migrating from Mecca to Medina, and the guide, him and Abu Bakr, and the guide, they, they came up upon a mountain pass. And the guide said, we shouldn't go through the mountain pass. There are two known highway robbers there, and they're going to, I think we should go around. And the messenger said, no, 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 I want to talk to them. So he goes to them, and he talks to them. Highway robbers. And they're confused, like, everyone knows we're here. And they said, oh, you're the Yemeni. They know, because his, there was a bounty. Mi'atunaka, a hundred camels, she camels, is like a hundred million dollars. That was the bounty on his head. And he still talked to them. And they said, I want to know your name. What are your names? And they said, Nahnul Muhanan. We are the wretched ones. They were so bad that their tribe called them the Muhanan. And you know what he said to them? He said, No, Bel Antum al Makruman. No, you are the honored ones. You're the honored ones. And they left their life of crime and they became Sahaba. They said, meet me in, Me in Medina and come see me there. I struggle. I'm, I'm telling you, it's very hard for me to see the light in someone who wantonly murders, whether it's in our name or in, an, in the name of self-defense or in the name of whatever else, fighting terrorism. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to struggle to see the light of God in that person. But you know, our example, our messenger, peace be upon him, saw the light of God in everybody. He saw the light of God in everybody. And that's our challenge. Is to don't let it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, think about that. This is after the, the conquest of Mecca. They did so much to the Messenger they, 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 they fought them tooth and nail. They tried to kill them at every single moment. And then Allah says, Ya ayyuhalladina amin, or you who believe, uh, is, um, stand up for justice. We love to put it in our pamphlets. Stand up for, for justice, even if it's against your own selves. And don't let the hatred of a people towards you, or don't let your hatred for people move you to commit injustice. And in another verse, he says, Don't let the hatred of a people towards you that they, that they thwarted you from the holy mosque in Mecca. 
that you commit injustice. Adilu, be fair, be just. That's who we are. It's I'm, I think it's superhuman to see the light of God in a criminal. Whether the criminal says la ilaha illallah or not. And at the same time, that's something that at least we try to remember <laughs> to not bring, do not to not bring the hatred here. That here we have the opportunity to talk, to not talk past one another, but talk to each other. Understand, understand everyone's story. It doesn't not, we don't have to necessarily agree, but at the same time, the hatreds that are over there, we don't bring them here. We have the opportunity to 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 rise above that, and not because it's PR, we're worried about being hurt. Even though, even though it's a very tough time, not everyone, not everyone has freedom of speech. And our messenger, our example, our Lord showed us that He saw the light in every single person. And then, if if He took us to task right away, I would be not be standing here. There's no way. If Allah didn't give me the chance to be to turn over a new leaf and be good every single day, day after day after day. There's no way I'd be standing and walking on this earth. But he gives this opportunity because why? Because he sees the potential in each and every one of us and every single person. There is, there is that potential. I'm going to struggle to see it. There's no question. Yet I just, just it's something to, to aspire to, to remember that our messenger did. And every single person, even the people who spit in his face. إن الله يحب التوابين ويحب المتطهرين واستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ولا أما بعد I mean it, it, you know it's a it's a tough it's a it's a high it's a high standard and I, I and and sometimes, I you know it, it there's a, there's a tension here. There's a tension as the messenger is our example. We see how he was, and the way because of who he was and how he acted. That's how that's how people were just attracted to him and the light of our deen and the light of our way. And it's a, it's a high standard. It's a high standard. Even and Allah held them to that high standard. When remember Umm Ibn Umm Maktoum. Right, the blind man who clearly heard that the messenger was talking to somebody, and all he did was throw his brow. He didn't even see it. And Allah Azza wa Jal revealed Quran says, He frowned and turned away when the blind man came to him. And he told them, reprimanding the messenger lightly, the messenger saying, You know, this person that you're focusing on trying to become Muslim, how do you what do you what is what is it what is it to you? But this other person, Imam Maktoum, he came to you striving, and he's the one who has fear of God. You turn away from him? No. It's just a reminder. So yes, the, yes, the messenger was held to a high standard. And still, we're trying, it's, it still shows us a path to, us, to which we can aspire. And, and the beauty is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't, the outcome belongs to God. The end is for those who are God conscious, but, and the outcome belongs to God. The path is where we're rewarded. And your sa'i, your strive, 
is 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 um, thanked by God. Is Allah is grateful for the effort that our job is to try as best we can. Whatever in 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 some people we have more um, ability than others. We have more opportunity to do more than others. And the the path is where we're is where we're rewarded on. Don't say about anything. I'm doing that tomorrow. Except by the will of God. And remember your Lord when you, if when you forget. Not if, when you forget. If is when, not if. Remember your Lord when you forget. Because we're going to forget. It's part of the human condition. When you forget, remember your Lord and say, that perhaps my Lord will guide me to something that is closer in righteousness. The end, we're not going to reach perfection. We're not. We are striving as best we can on that path. Striving. And we should do the best we can to leave the, the hatreds there and not bring it here. Because, why? Because our messenger taught us that. Our messenger said so. Our Lord does the same thing. It is not a PR campaign. It is our way. It is the way we conduct and live our lives. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to stop the killing and the bloodshed in the Holy Land. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect their homes like you protect our homes. Ya Rabb, stop the, 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 the rain of bombs and rockets upon the homes in the Holy Land. Ya Rahman Rahmin. Ya Rabb, please give them shelter like you've given us shelter. Please give them warmth like you've given us warmth. Please give them safety like you've given us safety. Please end the bloodshed in the Holy Land. Ya Rahman Rahmin. Please, Ya Rabb, give us the ability to do whatever we can to stop bloodshed all over the world. Wherever it may be, wherever it lies, ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار. ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد عذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة. إنك أنت الوهاب. اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار وأجرنا من النار يا عزيز ويا غفار. وادخلنا في الدرس الأعلى وحشنا مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وحسن أولئك رفيقا عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي. يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم واشكروه يزدكم واستغفروه يغفر لكم وأقم الصلاة